Hello and welcome to the Infinitely Evolving Podcast. So much time has passed since we last spoke and I'm so, so grateful that you've decided to join me again. It's been really tough for me to begin this episode, um, to just start one, because so much time has passed and I'm out of practice of sitting down and having a conversation with myself, which seems sometimes like it would be easy and other times is the most daunting task I could ever imagine for myself. Like right now, for example, I've been kind of like pacing back and forth in my house and writing notes on my whiteboard and writing in my journal and reading quotes from different books and trying to like get to some place where I'm going to just receive that, ah, this is how I'm going to start this episode. This is how I'm going to proceed with this podcast. And there's just nothing coming. So (sighs) I'm going to begin right here, right now. It's Sunday. Uh, My goal is going to be to have these podcasts be released every Sunday, hopefully by Sunday morning. Hopefully I'm not every week like I am this week recording on a Sunday to get it out (laughs) all within a span of a couple hours. But I procrastinated for a very long time to do this because I just, I've been putting a lot of pressure on myself about what it's supposed to be, what this, what this podcast is supposed to be. And it's not supposed to be anything. And that's something that I really have got to remind myself of. It's infinitely evolving. That's what it is. It's ever changing. It's ever growing. Um, There's room for the space held here to grow with me. And that's the point of it. Um, While I was thinking about reintroducing this podcast, I started to ask myself again, um, what's my why behind this? Why am I doing this? Why do I want to record myself speaking about whatever's going on in my life or something I've been thinking about or whatever. What, what is compelling me to do this? And my biggest reason is for me, I want to do this for me. I want to have the practice of sitting down with myself and just speaking. And it takes the pressure off of having someone else have to hold the space for me. If I'm capable of holding the space for me, then I'm good. And I have the practice of journaling, of writing and checking in and of taking photos and talking with friends sometimes and um, all that. But this is such a different avenue Um, because a lot of times I can't type or write as fast as my brain is thinking. And so then I don't actually come up with what I wanted to reach in the first place. Um, and speaking kind of takes away all those barriers. My brain and my mouth are just working as quickly together as possible. (laughs) So here we are. It's Sunday. This is the infinitely evolving podcast. Thank you for your patience as I continue to evolve and thank you for continuing to show up. (laughs) So today I kind of want to talk about, um, getting uncomfortable and, the growth that is possible when we get uncomfortable. And I want to talk about this because I spent the last six or seven months finding ways to get uncomfortable. I spent three months in Hawaii 
with the sole purpose of wanting to be uncomfortable, wanting to push myself out of anything that I've ever known and seeing what happened. And what happened was freaking incredible. I went from being quite honestly very suicidal over the summer to once I arrived in Hawaii and um, settled into an amazing permaculture farm, I didn't even have an inkling of panic, a panic attack. I didn't have suicidal thoughts. Yeah, I cried and there were heavy things that were coming up, but it was as if I had a space to actually feel them because there was no one around me that I knew. Everyone around me was brand new to me and we were kind of like trying to figure out who we were to each other. And um, there was a lot of space for me to just be with myself and that in and of itself is a very uncomfortable thing for me and you may relate to being alone being with myself with nowhere to run (laughs) no one to run to no vice to grab hold of Um, that's where the growth happens when we can sit with what's uncomfortable and stay there and I remember like eight or nine days into my experience in Hawaii, I had just arrived on a new farm and I was talking to my dad on the phone and I was having a really hard day. I just was missing my family and feeling very uncomfortable and had been crying a lot um, and wasn't sure if I had made the right choice in going to Hawaii, if it was actually going to contribute to my growth at all. And I was on the phone with my dad and he said that I didn't have to be a hero. (laughs) I didn't have to stay there just because I was expected to stay there or that I said that I would be there for an indefinite amount of time. Like I could leave if I wanted to. I could run away from the discomfort if that's what I wanted to do. Um, And just honestly, that permission (laughs) took the pressure off a little bit. I was really uncomfortable with being uncomfortable until I was given the option to get comfortable. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, wait, I haven't seen all there is to see here. I'm going to stick it out and I'm going to stay. And I ended up staying for another two and a half months after that, um, learning and growing and living off the grid, living away from any cell service or any stores, living in a tent um, with bugs everywhere. (laughs) I just let myself lean into the fact that I was uncomfortable. And I'm so grateful that I pushed past those first 10 days where I cried every day, missing my family, wondering if I had made some huge mistake, if I was going to be stuck in the jungle forever. Um, What was my life going to amount to now that I'm stuck in the jungle? (laughs) All of these things were kind of coming up at first. Um, And then I settled into it and I started to get back to being present with myself because when we're in the everyday hustle and bustle of life and we have our phones on us all the time that have service and we can go on Instagram at any moment, we can check our email, we can call a friend, we can do all these things to take us away from where we are in the moment. When all of that stuff is stripped away, you have no choice but to be reminded how to just be. And that was the most refreshing thing about the whole three months was the constant reminder to just be wherever we went. I didn't bring my phone because my phone wasn't going to work. And I brought my camera because I wanted to document 
the beautiful journey that I was on, but I wanted to document it for me. I didn't want to pull anyone else into the experience. And that's another reason why I stepped away from recording this podcast, because I wanted to make sure that everything that I was doing had integrity behind it, was authentically coming from my heart, was something that I wanted to do. And honestly, I wasn't sure if this podcast was something that genuinely came from something that I wanted to do. Um, Because some of you may remember, some of you may not, when I started this podcast, I introduced myself as Rosie. And Rosie was a name that was given to me by my ex that I was very heavily involved with. We were engaged and we were building this whole grandiose story together, building, building this company with this band. And there were all these grand things in the works that really they weren't grounded in much of anything it turns out (laughs) and Rosie being one of those things that was just kind of a character in this story that I attached I think a lot more reality to than she deserved (laughs) she is a character I am a human being I am the hero of my own journey and my name is Jen And so this time away, these past six, seven months without recording the podcast, and I just started posting on social media again in the last couple weeks, it helped me come back to my why, come back to if I wanted to do this, and I do want to do this, I want to hold this space for myself because I think it is a great practice for my brain to dive into what I'm experiencing, what it means, what's coming up. Um, And even if I don't reach some profound epiphany, in each episode. Who the fuck cares? It's just a time where I get to speak and I get to I get to be at the center of attention. What a concept. It's always been such a scary thing to me to be the center of attention, to call attention to myself in any way. And that's such a trip, man, to be a person. I want to connect with people. I want to connect deeply to people. Another reason I love doing this podcast is because when I share, it brings people to share with me. It helps people feel more comfortable being vulnerable around me because my vulnerability brings them to that place. And that is freaking incredible. If I can use this gift of sharing to connect, then that's amazing because I kind of let myself be hidden a lot of the time (laughs) and I don't get big and I don't get loud because I love to observe and I like to conserve my energy and I just am not a big loud person most of the time (laughs) but I guess that's where this kind of comes full circle is (laughs) I've got to get uncomfortable and make those connections and be loud in public and (laughs) in public in front of people and allow myself to take up space and take up the attention (sighs) because there's value in that too. There's growth in that. There's growth in that discomfort. And really all we're out here trying to do is grow, (laughs) grow and evolve and learn and grow a deeper, deeper understanding of why we're here. Why was I put on this earth? Why am I compelled to do what I do? I'm not really entirely sure just yet, but I feel like I'm getting there. (laughs) So here and now, where am I at? I'm back in Nashville. 
spent about a month at home after Hawaii with my family for the holidays, which was really, really amazing. And I thought for a little while that I was going to stay there, that I was going to get a job there and get a place and save up money and then figure out where I was going to go after that. Um, But literally a week went by that I was home and I knew that that was not going to be the right plan for me (laughs) because it's way too comfortable. It is way too comfortable at my parents' house and they are so accommodating and so supportive and so helpful and would give me a place to stay and would feed me while I was working to save up money and all of that. Um, But it's too comfortable. It was too comfortable. I was watching myself become less and less inspired, less and less motivated to do new things and to push myself and challenge myself. I was kind of just like watching myself fall into the trap of doing the bare minimum and allowing my mom to do my dishes or whatever it was. Um, So I knew right away that I needed to find a way to get uncomfortable again and while also pursuing something. So The obvious choice to me was to come back to Nashville. Um, I work at an incredible gym. It's called Hotbox in Nashville. Um, It's one of the best places I've ever been. It's a kickboxing gym. There's strength classes. The energy in there is so fire. It's like a very welcoming home and high energy inspired people that are motivated to continue to grow and learn and develop in their own ways. Um, and I was so drawn to come back to Nashville to work for them again, to teach kickboxing and connect with people in that way. Um, so I'm fucking back, (laughs) back in Nashville. Um, and there are a lot of discomforts that are coming up from this transition back here as there always will be (laughs) in life and in transition. Um, A big thing that I am noticing that I've struggled with for my whole life and I probably will continue to struggle with in some way for the rest of my life is my body image, the way that I'm viewing my body, the way that I'm treating my body. And while I was in Hawaii, I was living with a chef who eats only organic food and mostly vegan and eating off the land. And so I was eating really well and learning a lot about the amazing benefits of certain types of food while I was in Hawaii. And I was so stoked to bring it back with me and continue these amazing habits and go into 2020 with a full blown, healthy, nutritious diet. (laughs) And coming back to Nashville, it's been really hard to do that. Um, A, Hawaii, is a very different place where food grows very differently and abundantly. And we're in Tennessee in the winter time. And so I can't go pick papayas for breakfast or grab some kale from the field (laughs) or whatever. I can't drink a coconut for breakfast. (laughs) Things are different here. Um, And so I am knowing that I need to readapt my diet to fit my geography. Um, And that's something that I've been struggling with since I got back because of my body image issues. I, um, body image issues, that just sounds like such a cliche. But um, from the time that I left Nashville in May until the day that I arrived back in Nashville, 
I gained almost 30 pounds. And granted, some of that weight was necessary. Probably about 10 of those pounds I needed to gain back because I was under a lot of stress. Before I left Nashville, I wasn't eating enough. I was exercising way too much. And also, my anxiety was contributing to that as well. So I was a little bit underweight when I left Nashville and I arrived back a little bit overweight. (laughs) And it's kind of just putting a magnifying glass on my body issues because I see myself when I'm working at Hotbox when I'm teaching classes I see myself as this person that I was before I left I was super fit and (laughs) very strong and in my eyes killing it and in others uh, others eyes my mom's eyes and some of my friends I was too skinny (laughs) It's all perspective, it's all perception, but I'm finding myself comparing myself to that person that I was before I left, before I went on this whole journey and grew in a million different ways. Um, I just didn't happen to have a gym nearby, I didn't have a consistent workout regimen because I was working outside and doing other things, Um, and that's kind of like what happens in life things change and we adapt, um, and our bodies do too. But being back in Nashville, being back around the people that I used to work with, that I work with again now, and being around all these people that are so fit, it's really hard for me to not judge myself and not tear myself apart and not look in the mirror every five minutes to see if I've lost weight in the last fucking five minutes. Like, it's that extreme And, um, it's kind of, I go in and out of healthy thought patterns with it, like patting myself on the back for having a great workout for showing up, even though I didn't want to patting myself on the back for having some fruit right after my workout or having a full meal before or after my workout, whatever it is, I've been trying to do those things, but then the subconscious, thoughts that I haven't gotten a hold of yet will take over and they will steal away my appetite and they will tell me to go work out for a third time at the gym and the patterns that I have not gotten a hold of are causing me to form some unhealthy habits that I'm catching early I haven't been doing this like eating too little and exercising too much for very long, um, probably about two weeks now. And I am trying to catch it before it becomes a real issue. I'm trying to right now speak it out loud, speak it out loud. Like it's a real issue. Like it's really happening so that I can address it. Um, because it sucks. I don't want to be a personal trainer, a fitness instructor, whatever the fuck. I don't want to be someone who's telling people to be healthy when I'm not healthy myself. And it's like a couple years ago before I started working at Hotbox, I really wanted to teach. I was a client there and I had this goal of wanting to teach it at the gym. And um, But I smoked cigarettes and I told myself, like, I can't be that hypocrite. I can't teach a cardio class and then go smoke a cigarette afterwards. That just doesn't doesn't work. So I told myself, okay, in order to go apply for that job, you must quit smoking cigarettes. And so over time, I ended up quitting smoking cigarettes and was then granted permission by myself to go apply for that job. 
So it kind of seems like that same idea that I want to tell people to create a healthy lifestyle, that it's a lifestyle. It's not a quick fix. It's not something that you're like just trying to lose that weight and then you're done with the work. It's like you show up to the gym to exercise, to get your heart rate up, to get your blood pumping, to give you energy, to make your brain synapses fire quicker, to connect with people, to show your body that you love to cherish and nourish your body. Those are the reasons for showing up and working out, not to lose this weight so that I can, what, look a certain way again? For what? (laughs) There's so much more to life than looking good. And that's also something that I've really got to remember and tell myself every day that it doesn't fucking matter what we look like. (laughs) It doesn't matter what I look like. What am I bringing to the table when I arrive in a situation, when I walk into a room? Is my energy lifting people up? Am I able to connect with the people that I want to connect with? Am I able to show up and exercise? Like that in and of itself is a gift. To be able to show up and work out is a gift. That's not something that should be taken for granted. And I think a lot of times it is something I take for granted. The ability to the ability to work out three times in a day, let alone the ability to work out one time in a day. Um, So I feel like I'm kind of talking in circles a little bit about this because it came up naturally, but I am looking forward to feeling the pressure come off as I create a healthier routine for myself as I meal prep for the week and get more intentional about when I'm eating and what I'm eating. Because if I am going to be hyper focused on food and eating, I might as well let it contribute to my growth and my evolution. (laughs) Because we are infinitely evolving. (laughs) Whatever you do, let it contribute to your evolution. So, I feel like this is a good place to close it out. (laughs) I have made myself sufficiently uncomfortable speaking to you for the past 22 minutes. And I hope that from here on out, it starts to get a little easier. We start to get a little bit more flow to it. And any feedback that you might have about a direction you want to see me take, a conversation you want to have, if you want to be part of this podcast, please reach out on Instagram or email infinitelyevolving at gmail.com. You can email me. I would love your involvement and I would love to connect with you. So that being said... (laughs) Thank you for showing up. Thank you for taking care of you. I love you, and I'll see you next Sunday.